evening, one and all. Welcome along to uh, Season 3, Episode 23 of the UK Dallas Cowboys Fan Club. It's a nice intimate chat this evening between myself and Graham. Um, Jamie is off watching some crap football team. Paul is still lost somewhere in the wilds of Texas. Uh, Rich and Rich and Mike are are, are lost in the valleys, and uh, Lauren Lauren is Lauren is actually sick, so he wasn't available. But Graham, how are things? How was your Thanksgiving weekend? Is Jamie watching the Eagles? I don't no. know. <laughs> I don't know. He, he 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 rang me at six o'clock and told me he was on his way to some great stadium. I was. And he tried to show me. It didn't look like didn't look like AT and T or DK or so. You know, it's uh, I, don't, I don't I don't know where he is, but it's great to see you folks. Thanks as always. Everyone is is getting their comments in already. So Benny tuned in from Corpus Christi. We have Joe tuned in from Italy. Andrew, Andrew, where are you actually tuned in from? Because I never know this. I assume Andrew is Scottish, but I'm probably very wrong. And we've had a few comments in even before the show. Joseph, Roger Goodell has the refs screwing the Cowboys. So, you know, folks, make sure and get your comments in. As we say, it's only myself and Graham tonight. So get as much content in. Any questions you want to us, studs and duds, let us know your thoughts. It's five days removed, but I'm sure it's still fresh in the memory of everybody. So... <laughs> We'll come together, we'll all heal as, as a collective and take it from there. And Andrew is from Weymouth. Right, so that's not Scotland. <laughs> that's not Scotland. Not Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the listeners will they'll be able to tell that we're kind of skirting around the, the fact of delving into the game and it's just, oh, it was frustrating. It was... It was mm. We were always in the game, um, but it, it just just now it just seems to be that we can't get both sides of the ball clicking in the same game. Um, sometimes our defense is keeping us in the game, and and we're able to to stay in the fight at least till the fourth quarter. So other times, um, I mean, the Raiders having two hundred yard receivers, Deshaun Jackson being one of them. I mean, come on. That's painful. Um, I mean, Deshaun Jackson is the definition of a journeyman now. Um, yeah. He'll basically play for whoever's willing to give him a helmet. So um, yeah. our, our run game was non-existent despite 33 points. Um, an awful lot on Dak and... Um, it's just it's it's frustrating because at home and Thanksgiving against a team with a five and five record, you would expect us to to come out with a win. Um, the only real saving grace, I suppose, is that the the NFC East is not challenging. Um, I mean, you're 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 going to get the odd win from Washington. Um, mm -hmm. The Giants have got their own issues. Um, the Eagles have. Issues on offense, on defense. They have um, rookie wide receivers slamming their helmets into the turf because their their quarterback can't get it to them when they're open. I mean, mm -hmm. 
uh, Smith is wasted in Philadelphia. Yeah. Really, he really is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, we. Uh, but again, I, I, we haven't managed to get the win, and it's it's a yeah. little bit concerning because. Yeah, we're at the end of November and we've still got what another five, six weeks till the postseason. But these when these wins and losses count. Um, yeah. I mean, it's looking more and more like we're going to have to go to somewhere like Lambeau Field in January, which is concerning. Um, yeah, it's a uh, rocky road just now. It really is. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh, Andrew telling us that Washington have a have a tough next five games. Um, yeah, they do seem to have a tough five games coming up. But I mean, let's let's be honest. Um, this season is going to be defined by how the teams play against each other in the NFC East. I think we've only played one game. Five of our last six are against teams from the NFC East. So you know. If we if we can if we can't beat those teams, we don't deserve to be in the in the playoffs. But see, that's the thing. I think we will. I mm. think we will, despite despite our ailments, despite having issues on one side of the ball to the other. Um, I still think we're a far better football team than the other three. Um, yeah, I mean, it might be a little bit far sighted of me, but um, I'm tending to look towards. Who else we might get? Still, uh, despite mm. despite another tough loss, and it was mm. a tough loss because that that game could have gone either way. You know that that game was um, that game was a, a goalpost away from being a win. Mm. If if that field goal goes in, it's it's a win. Um, yeah. It's as, it's as simple as that. But despite another loss. Still have no concerns over the division. Um, mm. I still expect us to win the division. I still expect a home game uh, in the first round of the playoffs, and we'll, yeah. take, we'll probably, in, at the way it's going right now, we'll probably be in the wild card game. Mm. Um, just, I mean, the, the Packers are a, a juggernaut just now. They really are. Um, yeah. They they don't seem to have the injuries that we do. They've got they've got Smith mm. back. Um, not Smith. They've, they've got Rogers. Adams back. They've got Adams mm. back. Um, Rogers is dealing with a a, a broken pinky toe, but that's mm. no that's no great deal. A couple of injections will cure that. So yeah, tough loss, but I'm really not that downbeat. <laughs> yeah. Um, ask ask me again at the end of December. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I think it was a game that we were never out of contention. Well, I'm, I'm going to pick you up on something there that you said that the Raiders had two 100-yard receivers. Did you forget to include Anthony Brown as their third 100-yard receiver? Oh, this has been a this has been a sore issue. Um, <laughs> I mean, you've you've got to cut that out. You have yeah. simply, you've simply got to cut that out because that will kill you in the playoffs. Yeah. Teams will, teams will capitalize on that. You cannot afford to give Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, good field position, um, yeah. simply off of penalties. It was, it was yeah. really, really bad. Um, 
I mean, if it, if it's not Brown, then it's it's somebody else. Just now, it's it's yeah, it's ill discipline. It's ill mm. discipline is what it is. But the Raiders had fourteen penalties as well. Just looking at yeah. the stats, four, fourteen penalties each. But ours seemed to hurt an awful lot more. Um, yeah, in terms of like time of possession, mm. the, the the Raiders had the ball for nearly forty minutes mm. away from home. Mm. No, that's that's. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah. Like I think I think the killer was that every one of Anthony Brown's penalties was a third down. And we were getting off the field. Yeah. And he extended it. And I think at least two of them resulted in scores. One definitely resulted in a touchdown. And I'm pretty sure another one resulted in a field goal. And then obviously the last one resulted in the, the walk-off field goal in extra time. Or sorry, overtime. So, you know, it's, 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 as you said, like, yeah, we were never out of the game, but I just wasn't confident we were going to win it either, you know. They're, they're momentum killers. Yeah. You know, you, you think you've got a team to a punt situation or a field goal situation, mm. and then there's a hold or a PI or a false mm. start or, you know, something along those lines, and it changes yeah. momentum. Um, Oh, yeah, it's just so frustrating. It's so frustrating yeah. because we've been dealing with um, Connor Williams was the penalty machine, and mm. this week it was Brown. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean that's a, I mean, that's a, that's a strong comment from Joe, but yeah, you 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 can't you can't have that. I tell yeah. <clears throat> I'm all not maybe maybe not cutting them, but I would certainly let them spend some time on the bench. You know, almost like a, a kind of this is not acceptable. Um, I mean, obviously, it doesn't help that we've um, Kelvin Joseph has something we're not quite yeah. sure what it is, but there's something not yeah. quite right with Kelvin Joseph. Um, yeah. so obviously, that's that's your second round pick not playing. Um, so you're that's one off the list straight away. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, Brian, but I, I like even if you just watch the highlight reel on NFL.com, the amount of open targets mm. that they were able to find. I mean, you yeah. like to go, go on NFL.com and pause when uh, a Raiders receiver makes a catch. There's nobody anywhere near him. Yeah, now, that might that might just be the highlight reel, but they're the big plays that kill you. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that way he's more of a bend don't break type defensive system, so he's allowing that say five or six yard cushion. But I, re yeah, I remember it happened at least three or four times when I was watching the game. Was guys just were turned on roots and cutbacks, and our guy was five yards away. And it wasn't close. Like I think when I was doing the stats there, there was only two passes defended in the whole game. You know, two. That's just it's ridiculous. Um, we've we've a question here from Andrew, and it, it it does lead us into our news. So I'm just going to pull it up there. Coop, CD, and D'Lo all back this week. Uh, it does look positive that we will have all three back, and we're going to need all three. I wouldn't be so sure in Cooper. 
last yeah. I last I heard it was still yeah. to be determined. Yeah. Um Yeah, it would be nice to actually get Randy Gregory and uh Tank Lawrence on the same field. <laughs> that would be good. Um yeah. I mean, yeah, getting Cooper back and getting Lamb back, but yeah. we still managed three hundred and seventy five yards through the air. You know, it's not like it's not like we couldn't get the ball moving. We scored thirty three points. Um, to, I mean that two touchdowns, just the box, just looking at the box score, two touchdowns and no interceptions. That's good football. That you know, if you, if you told me that kind of stat, I would have said, yeah, the Cowboys won that game. Yeah, um, and it just simply wasn't the case. Um, I, I might have been a bit harsh on the run game, but. That's what happens when you go a couple of scores behind. You have to abandon yeah. the run and get things moving quickly. Um, which again, if you get if you if you get things moving quickly, it, it le- probably leads to a score, but it also leads to a low time of possession. I mean, like yeah. I said, like I said before, the Raiders forty minutes on the field on offense. Um, yeah. I mean, do you take that into account that our defense was gassed? You yeah. know, they were they were uh, maybe they were run off the run off the field um yeah. i mean I'm, I'm i'm looking at the stats here 77 tackles that's yeah. you know i mean that's 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 not sustainable and especially given the injuries we have but i think before before we go much further i think we'll flick it over into the news segment and we'll, we'll kind of pick this up in a wee bit So, as as Andrew was saying, and we made the point that um, it looks like we might get D-Law and Coop and CD back. Coop will be a game day decision. Uh, they'll make a call on that tomorrow. But, I mean, we can't go much further without stating Mike McCarthy's out for Thursday. Dan Quinn is taking over head coaching responsibilities. Yeah. And we've multiple position coaches who are also down, so COVID is running through the camp. <laughs> well, at least we've still. I think we've, to my knowledge, we've still got all three coordinators. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. We've ju- we've we've Dak, or Dak Dan. We've Dan Quinn, and Bones, and we also have our assistant head coach, whose name escapes mm-hmm. me. I mean, that's, so that's I mean, just, at least we have that. That's just the days that we live in. Um, yeah. Do we know McCarthy's vaccine status? I would imagine he's vaccinated. <laughs> I uh, I was I was watching uh, the break earlier today, and uh, the 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 comment going out of the show, I think it was from Derek or from Nick, was saying that. Uh, Every, every from Jerry Jones was everyone is fully vaccinated, uh, even if they just have the antibodies in their system yeah, to fight before. the va- to fight it. So heard, heard that before. Yeah. So I mean, I uh, uh, like what's stunning to me, and I know we'll get into this again just in a second. Is you know. Guys aren't being vaccinated and are not being punished for it. Like Aaron well, Rodgers, the, not vaccinated and was fined fourteen grand, was it? 
according to um according to nfl.com mike mccarthy is vaccinated mm -hmm. so yeah. that that opens things up a little bit i mean basically mccarthy is um he must have covid but as soon as he yeah. tests negative he can come back yeah. into mm. like he doesn't have to do the, the 10 game yeah. kind of lockdown at uh, 10 yeah. day lockdown 10 day. um which helps massively <laughs> i mean it's a bit it's a bit close for for thursday night but um that's i mean that's just the day it's just, just the day and age we live in they talk about next man up yeah so i think that's going to be, have to be the attitude um dan quinn has coaching head coaching experience mm -hmm. um kellen moore can run the offense so mm -hmm. you know this is why you bring in assistants and you bring in two coordinators yeah. and so on so if we've got all three coordinators um they can they can make up for positional coaches being out i think they just they yeah. might have to do things a little bit quicker and a little bit shorter, but it could be worse. It could be Dak. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Worse. And I mean, as 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 far as some people are concerned, I mean, it's it's Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore that are um, winning these games for us. Mike McCarthy has no say in yeah, how that, the team performs at all. <laughs> yeah, we could we could we could do a we could do a podcast of its own on that one. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Like I've said many, I've said many times before. Um, McCarthy and Moore are handcuffed yeah. um, because if McCarthy has a poor season Kellen Moore ran the offence during that poor season if mm. McCarthy has a great season why are you getting rid of him yeah you know this is this is what I don't get I mean this whole this whole like Kellen Moore's the next head coach type idea can you imagine that got out can you imagine mm -hmm. the reaction I am. Um, yeah. I don't. I, I think. I think Mike McCarthy would quit straight away. I mean, who who does that? Who who stays in the yeah. job with their successor standing next to them? Their yeah. the well-known successor. I mean, I mean, see, like, say they have offered Moore the, the the head coaching job. Does that make him bulletproof? You know, this could, the could the Cowboys run a shutout on offense? And Moore's quite quite easy with it because he knows he's the next head coach. It's all media talk. It's I think it's a load yeah. of nonsense. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I say, it could have been it could have been Dak. It could have been Tyron Smith. It could have been one of our cornerstones. So mm. you yeah. you might see you you might see a, a a little bit of poor clock management, but wouldn't be the first time. Let's face it. <laughs> Just a little point here. I'm just going to pull it up from DJ Dog. The officiating crew nine and two in favour of the road teams. That says a lot. I mean, it's what is, yeah, but I mean, it's 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 not false. I mean, what were they saying? That that crew gives an average of fifteen penalties a game and one hundred and seventy yards in penalty yards. You know, I mean, it's. I, I I keep going back to a point that I heard Jeff Rainbold make on mm -hmm. the the NFL uh, Sky Sports podcast, and, and he said, "Play better than the refs ref." 
Um, yeah. Anthony Brown gave a referee an opportunity mm -hmm. to call his his hundred yards. Um, yeah. If they are picking on Brown, play clean. Don't yeah. touch. Don't touch. Don't grab. Don't push. Play mm -hmm. clean. Uh, if yeah. they've got their eye on you, which they clearly did, you've got to smarten up to that. You can't just, oh, that's that's me got my my pass interference call. They, they won't call it again. Mm -hmm. No, that's not how that's not how it works. Um, yeah. Brown should have realised at some point that he was hurting his team and his his defence, um, and it, it simply did not happen. He he had a rough night and. Do you know, I'm surprised he wasn't benched, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. I don't think he was benched. Um, I, 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 th I think simply we didn't have the cornerback depth because Jordan Lewis had an abysmal game as well. And who who, who could you turn to? CJ Goodwin, special teams guy, really? Kelvin Joseph had been ejected, so... You know, there was there, there was no depth on the bench to to, to bring anybody in. But I mean, you, you go and spend you go and spend two draft picks on cornerbacks. Mm -hmm. You bring mm -hmm. in how many safeties? How many? Um, how many? Um, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not a cornerback, but you bring in defensive backs, mm -hmm. and you're still left short. It's, yeah. I mean, they draft well, but you've got to ask the question. You know, where where yeah. is our where is our depth? We thought we'd address this. Yeah. Um, weeks like, ago, we were we were singing the praises of the the safety position, and you know, just going by the score, it let us down. Yeah. Like I think, at, on Thursday we only had five inactives. Um, or sorry, it was three inactive because we had already picked two players down for COVID. And um, like I think Mukwamu, one of the three corners we picked up in the draft, was one of the inactives. Calvin Joseph was ejected, and the Sean Wright is we still don't know. You know, he was he was like like Morris Kennedy in camp. He was a great camp body, but mm -hmm. we've heard nothing since. Um, but I'm just bringing up another one there. So, hey, Paul, absolutely make sure and get your comments in and good afternoon where you are, sir. Um, DJ Dog brings up a point here on the Darren Waller fumble. What was the explanation for overturning it? So they didn't actually overturn that decision. They called it incomplete on the field. And when they went to review it, they claimed he did not make a football move. So, I mean, I think this, this just feeds into the whole thing. Nobody knows what a catch is. Anymore. No, no. See this, see this football move. It really, yeah. really gets under my skin. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't see why they can't simply say. If the ball touches the ground, it's incomplete. Yeah. If the ball doesn't touch the ground, it's not incomplete and go from there. Mm. Um, now, I get the whole, 
a receiver catches the ball, turns and yeah. um, fumbles. Mm. They need to decide if it's if it's a fumble or not. But they've got they've got to draw the line somewhere. I mean, like they go to somebody like Fox, they'll they'll go to the, their guy in New York and they'll say mm. to him, "What what did you make of this?" And everybody's got their own opinion of it. It's not like yeah. it's it's opinions. It's not set rules. I mean, they, they call yeah. it a football move. I I would love the league or an official to explain what is a football mm. move. So um, Andrew Andrew's brought it up there that he took three steps. So from from my understanding of it is that you you're like you you must take three steps before the ball can be, be become active. So I think he caught the ball. He took one step a second step and as he took he was about to take toward the peanut punch came in i can't remember was it lewis or one of the other corners who made the peanut punch and neil obviously managed to get it back into play um but i mean this was the thing as you say it's opinions like someone i think they went to gene's territory and gene said it what he hadn't made the football move he hadn't made the three steps you know so if if gene Serator, who is a former official can't make that call you know who can who can who, like why why is there no definition i go back i go back a long time ago to the des catch yeah now if reaching if exactly andrew if reaching for the end zone isn't a football move i'm not sure what is yeah i'm really not sure what is I mean, literally trying to score. If that's not a football move, then who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, it, it's almost as if they enjoy the limelight. Yeah. You know, like, um, oh yeah, the, the, the officiating is just getting a bit of a hard time just now. Um, but yeah. I go back to my original point. Play yeah. better than the ref's ref. And yeah. Anthony Brown should be better than that. Yeah. Uh, that the comment from DJ Daldish for the audio listeners. Um, also, Pollard gets hit out of bounds, and the referee gabs his flag, but did not throw it. Um, yeah. I mean, that's a change of that's a change of opinion. Was he yeah. waiting for somebody else to throw it? Um, Just the thing. I mean, I'd, I'd love to know who who decides what's challengeable and what isn't. Mm. Um, yeah. Because you only get. Is it two challenges you get in the entire game? It's one challenge in each half. But if your challenge well, is successful, you, you you maintain your challenge. So, but I I, I agree with that because obviously yeah. if you if you if it's right, then you were right to do it, and you should you should yeah. get that win back. I don't understand why they can't make. I mean, I know they're I know they're concerned about the length of the game, but the length it's three hours. Mm. Why can they not just get everything right? Why can they not let up coaches have the opportunity to get things right? You only get one. Yeah. And if you're wrong, you get it taken off of you and you lose your time yeah. out. So it's yeah. pricey. They don't just they don't just throw flags for the sake of it. Um yeah. but yeah, you I mean, you'll know yourself and the viewers will know themselves. The amount of times you've been watching a game and the the official has to explain to the head coach of that team. You can't challenge that. 
You know, it's, it's, it's almost as if the, the head coaches don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it's strange. I mean, I think there's... <laughs> I might be being cynical, but there's a small part of me that makes makes me think that the league enjoy it. Yeah. Did, you see, did you see that catch? Did you see that late hit? Did you see that thing that wasn't challenged? It's almost yeah. as if they're, they're picking up likes, shares and, and yeah. tweets for that kind of stuff. But that's me yeah. being cynical. I mean, it's not like it's not like the league to get something wrong, is it? Never, they'd never do that. But following on from you, kind of mentioned the point a few minutes ago about next man up. So obviously, Tristan Hill has now been suspended for two games for um, punching a Raiders player at the end of the game. Um, again, feeds into the whole thing of inconsistencies. You know, Kadarius Tony. He throws a punch during a game, gets a fine. Tristan Hill throws a punch, gets a two-game suspension. I mean, what what differentiates between them? You know, I mean, it's and and the next the next point then is you know as bad as that is, we've also just lost Brent Urban for the season. He's gone. He's down. He's had season season end an injury. So our defensive tackle depth is. Said of loads of times, loads of times on the show, um, there is no consistency. They take, mm. they take each, they take each situation, and uh, I mean, I want to say judge it, but they basically mm. like there doesn't seem to be a set kind of procedure. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know who decides who decides what, but. Um, it just it just it's so frustrating. I mean, it, we could go on all night um, about you know this was called, that wasn't called, this was suspended for this, but he only got a ten thousand pound for a ten thousand dollar fine for that. The bottom line is, don't do it. Just don't do it. I mean, um, I mean, it's it's not difficult to be a model player. I mean, how often have you seen? How often have you seen Dak Prescott throw a punch or mm. get caught with a DUI or get yeah. caught with something in his glove box? Or I could go on and on and on. Just yeah. simply just don't do it. Yeah. Um I mean I, it's, hell, I mean Yeah. He's not even a starter. And we're we're talking yeah. about him. Um yeah. and let's not forget this was our are effectively our first pick in the 2019 draft because we traded our first rounder for that or for yeah. Cooper, Mary Cooper, and this guy was taken. Was he taken over one Joan Thornhill? I think okay. it might have been that draft. I'm not 100 sure, but like we had other needs, and this was a Rod Marinelli orphan that had been kicked off the UCF team. A team that had gone undefeated in 2018. He was kicked off the team, brought back for the bowl game, and blew up the bowl game. And Rod Marinelli liked him and wanted to bring him in. And, you know, look, I'm, I'm not going to question the guy's character. I don't know. I don't know what he's like. But from what I've seen, the production is just not there from him. I know. No. And, and, I'm not having to go with Jay Tuck. I saw I saw a tweet from Jay Tuck earlier in the day, you know, that 
he doesn't have the numbers, but that's not his position. And that that is fair comment. But I mean, in terms of a second round pick who is not a starter in his third season, that to me just says he's not good enough and we now need to move on. I think I made the comment earlier. Stack with Charlton two point I mean, I just don't understand why players on the bubble do these kind of things. Um, yeah. If if you're if you're the fifty fiftieth, fifty first, fifty second, fifty third player on the roster, you keep yeah. your nose clean because they are looking for an excuse to move to move on from you. Um, yeah. I mean, they're not they're never going to move on. I mean. From a see if it was a starter, a starter gets yeah. so much more leeway than yeah. a rotational player. Um, yeah. I mean, the stats he's had 15 tackles in his career, mm. you know. That yeah. I mean, for a second round pick, that's that's not good enough. I mean, I, I get that maybe that's not his that's not his job, he's a he's, mm. a, he's to fill a gap and. Let yeah. others make the play, but I mean, it's not as if our run game's been watertight for the past three years. Mm. You know, he's, he's played, he's played, he's played fifteen games in his yeah. career. Yeah. Again, some because of injury, some because I mean, I think to be fair, a lot because of injury. But mm. he's got an injury history. He's just got a two-game suspension. Um. I mean, when when do you start looking around the practice squads to bring a, a, a trouble-free alternative in? Um, I mean, if you're if you get a suspension like that for defending a teammate, fine, I can live with that. But this was after the game. Mm. Um, it was premeditated. Oh, I mean, it, it's just frustrating. I mean, it's it's frustrating on top of a, a frustrating game. I get yeah. he was angry. Fine. Yeah, go and go and punch a, 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 a you know go and punch a bag in a gym for an hour. Yeah, you won't get a two game suspension for that. Um, yeah. I mean, he was if he was baited into it, fine. But aren't all linemen baited into? I mean, I, I'd mm-hmm. love to hear some audio from from uh, from a trench in one game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet, yeah. I bet it's enough to make I, your blood boil. Um, I, I I would imagine there would be it, it would very much be bleep 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 oh, yeah. bleep 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 yeah yeah and bleep 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 your your mother bleep 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 bleep, bleep <laughs> your you know your sister or whatever like yeah. you know it just yeah and yeah. Uh, you know it's more ill discipline mm. whether it's suspensions or over hundred yards personally and penalties just mm. for straight. Yeah. Um, the other the, the the other points there rolling through. So we've had a couple of players move on to the COVID list. So we've Terence Steele out for this weekend, this week's game. Nishan Wright is out, um, and Zeke Elliott is also playing through an injury, and has been since the start of November. So. I mean, I know, I know. I said this beforehand. We're going to get, we're going to talk a bit of O line on the offensive side of things. But Zeke Elliott, what are your, what are your thoughts? Should, should he sit out tomorrow's game or Thursday night's game in the hope of 
you'll then have 10 days effectively to get ready for the Washington football team. I mean, if you're going to rest them, then okay, but I, I would rather rest them against somebody else mm. than playing the Saints in, yeah. <laughs> in New Orleans. Um, yeah. I mean, if there's anything that quiets a crowd, it's a running game. Yeah. Um, I mean, to do it off the back of a nine, nine carries, 25 yards, fair enough, he scored mm. a touchdown. But, yeah. I mean, if, if he's going to if he's gonna turn in a performance like that because of the knee, then fair enough, sit him. Um, yeah. Because there's nothing worse than, than playing him through December. Mm. And then yeah. before you know it, he pulls something or tears something and you've lost them for January. So if if, if he's struggling, wouldn't you rather rest him against the red against Washington? Almost slipped up there. Wouldn't you rather yeah. rest him wouldn't you rather <laughs> wouldn't you rather sit him against Washington than the Saints? But yeah. again He's human, and if he needs to rest, yeah. then he needs to rest. Um, yeah. It kind of limits. It kind of limits what we can do on the ground. I think mm. um, because they've they've clearly told Dak not to be the free flowing Dak Prescott that we all love. Mm. Um, because I mean, one carry for three yards. He's not. He's not gonna. He's 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 clearly being told not to scramble. Uh, yeah. we need we need you for the long haul basically. Yeah. Um is Tony Pollard a three down back? No. Um no. Do you know I couldn't even tell you who comes in after that? Corey Clement. Who uh, again <laughs> I think he's more of a change of pace back. Oh yeah, he's, he's he, not he's Tony Pollard. Do you know? He's not a he, He's not a banger. No, you know, you know no. he's not like I've seen, seen him a bit for the play for the Giants a few times. Mm. Uh, was it the Giants or the Eagles? He played for that team and then he went to the Giants. Yeah, it, uh... he won't, I mean, if, he's he won't. If, if Zeke's injured, then he's injured. Um, yeah, but the one way to quiet the crowd. In New Orleans mm. is the run game. The one way to, yes. to, to sustain a lead is the run game. Mm-hmm. Um, do I trust Pollard with 20, 25 carries? No. Mm. No, it's, mm. as, it's as simple as that. Um, Definitely not. Which means then um, you, need to, you need to ask Dak yeah. to do more. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but again, on the other hand, sit him now and play him in January. I think we'd all mm. sign up. We'd all sign up for that. So yeah. if they have to do it, then they have to do it. Yeah. And Joe, just we did we did have a look, we did talk about this earlier, so is Cooper playing Thursday. Um as far as we're aware, Mary Cooper will be a decision tomorrow. He will need to have practice before the team flies to New Orleans um and pass the physical. So um he will need he he that's that that's the situation and then 
rather see Dak start scrambling like he did before the injury because he's more dangerous when he does instead of just sitting back in the pocket getting sacked. I agree to a point with you, Joe, and I think you'd, you'd say the same here on this, Graham, but let's not forget we're paying Dak Prescott 170 or 140 million. We've paid 75 million this year. Do you really want to have your your franchise quarterback going down? Is the question. I I would I would agree with Joe prior to the injury. Mm. Um I mean we we all saw the way the wheels came off the cart last year. Mm. Um yep. with with questionable offensive line play just now and backup wide receivers do you really want mm. to throw Dak on the scrap heap as well um i i agree i agree he to add, to add scrambling to his game it makes him so much more lethal but i still want to i still i still want to see Dak playing in january yeah. um they have that i mean if if, if Dak prescott goes down it's finished um yeah that's that's moving the ball on the ground is what your running games for some teams some teams play with it some teams like the cardinals they'll let murray scramble um yeah. i mean you, you saw um oh, cam newton scramble for yeah. years and years and years where is he now he's a dud he's a, he's, he's playing in carolina simply because Sam Arnold is struggling now. Um, yeah. the for 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 a long time, scrambling quarterbacks were the bee's knees. I mean, you think of, I mean, you could write them off. Robert Griffin, where is Robert Griffin yeah. now? Um, I think he's a backup for the Ravens. Last I last I saw, um, um, he might even if, be third choice for the Ravens right, because they know he'll be. They, Tyler Huntley started the game that Lamar Jackson was missing for. It's it, yeah. It's uh, scrambling quarterbacks are almost as dead as the wildcat. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what I would say. I mean, there's there's a Definitely. few there's um the two the two scrambling quarterbacks that come to mind are, are Jalen Hurts <laughs> and um, <laughs> and um, Kyler Murray. Oh. There aren't that many. Don't mention, yeah, don't mention those names from trash schools, <laughs> but that's a whole other story. Um, teams know that Dak won't scramble, so he's a sitting duck back there, can still get hurt. Yeah, again, I, 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 accept, I accept the point there on that, Joe, and maybe, look, it wouldn't be a harm in one or two or three instances during the game where he takes, takes the ball and rolls out a little bit. Um, and maybe like that, you're just you're you're not sure what body's going to do. You know, just that there is that 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 little bit of in, unpredictability about it. DJ Dog brings up the point: if Cooper and Zeke play this Thursday, it'll be the first game the entire starting offense will start a game together this season. So, without further ado, we're going to roll into. The offensive side of the ball. Graham, I said we would talk about this before we went live on air. Yeah. And 
as DJ Dog said, it'll be the first game. The entire starting offense will start together this season. I don't think we even know what our starting offensive line is anymore. That Apart was, from that was certainly, that Tyron was certainly Smith what and Zach I mean, Martin, I don't know. I mean, that that's a great start, but who is our starting left guard? Yeah. Who's their starting um, right tackle? I mean, I think judging by judging by the, the the depth chart, it would be Collins. It would be Collins and and Williams at left guard, with with yeah. Collins at right tackle. But yeah, it's yeah. um. I mean, a, a a message when when the news broke in our chat that Terence Steele was out for the game, I messaged Rich and I said to him. Rich, it's time to get the old rhetoric out again. Yeah. Uh, we've we've been enjoying it. We've been enjoying the offensive line for a few weeks now, but um you know, Tyron Smith, ailments, yeah. Collins, yeah. naughty boy, Williams is Williams is a turnover machine. Um <laughs> I could go on and on. Yeah. <laughs> um I mean like I shared I shared the clip in the again our, our private chat. There's there was one clip of Tyron Smith doing the rounds on Twitter. The ball snap you know, I mean you've you've reacted, Brian, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. The ball snaps. He looks at his defensive end and turns inside. I can't yeah. I can't remember who who the end is, but the end thinks Christmas is coming early and has a free run at Dak and you're thinking yeah. Tyron now is not the time for a brain fart it's really yeah. not um yeah it <laughs> I mean for, for the audio again DJ Jog brings up the uh, he would go back to, to Williams at left guard uh so there's been a few questionable games from Williams, I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, he <laughs> there's a saying in the UK: he's a turnstile because yeah. he spins and people walk past him. Um, yeah. And if not, and if he does manage to get past you, he'll probably hold on to you. So yeah. that's that's either it's either a sack or a penalty. Um, yeah. I mean, people that want. Connor Williams back in. Go and watch the Patriots game. Go and go and see how close we came to a loss against the Patriots. Um, yeah. Because Connor Williams did his very very best to turn mm. that into an L. Um, yeah. Andrew just bringing up the point there. Steel is out. Yep. So we've lost yeah. our. On top of all of that, we've lost our our swing tackle. Um, get we're kind of we're kind of well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because um, this, this this is the problem, and I I said this like I think it was you, Graham, that sent sent into into the group in the middle of the game. It was it was the child with the arms out blowing that gif, and like it. And I think Rich was Rich was saying, you know, like hold me, and yeah. you know, it's I I kind of said it is the time that we broke down this offensive line and rebuilt it because. Bar Zach Martin, as you have you you said it 
for three years we've been doing this show, you're not going to get 16 or 17 games out of Tyron Smith every year. We don't know who's starting as our left guard. Our centre, I have huge question marks over. And we don't know who our starting right tackle is. Like, apart from Zach Martin, we're a mess along that offensive line. There's, like you say, there's there's only one of them going to the Pro Bowl. Um, think how many yeah. times the Cowboys spent and sent three offensive linemen to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Um, simply because it was that was the offense was the Cowboys. Eh, the the offensive line was the Cowboys' offense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like we go back, we go back to the point of of Prescott having to scramble. Um, yeah. In 2016, Dak had, I don't know, four or five seconds to get rid of the ball yeah. on most occasions. Um, and what do you know? We end up, I don't know, my rec- the record is good. Was it 12 and four? Um, uh, it was 12 and four, 13 and three, but yeah, it was one, one off. <clears throat> you know, like, is it coincidence that Zeke, is um is Zeke is injured? I don't I don't think so. You know, um I get that the body breaks down after after such intense punishment, but is is his offensive line the same? Absolutely not. Um it just seemed to break down one piece at a time. Um Collins has definitely regressed. Uh yeah. They they waited on they waited on Williams and they waited and they waited and they waited and finally thankfully they've benched them but they've benched them because they want to go with somebody else. It wasn't I, I don't think McGovern won the job. I think Williams lost it. To be yeah. perfectly honest. I think they just got yeah. fed up with with the holding calls. Um and I called it at the start of the season, I said Tyron Smith will end up with an injury sooner or later, and there you go. And I get it; it's not it's not like one of the standard injuries, but mm. still, it's, he's still missed time, and yeah. we've still to go through December. Think how many yeah. think how many Northeast games we've got coming up in December. We have to go to New York. We have to go to Washington. Cold. We have to go Cold. to that that city in Pennsylvania. Cold. And if by chance, you get through the wildcard round. You then have to go to Wisconsin. Cold. <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, the, like the body doesn't get better in the cold; it gets worse. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I let I let the, I let it slide. I let it slide because they were doing so well, and I thought I need to cut them a break because they are doing well, but. I think I'm gonna to have to slip back into my old ways. Yeah. Um, I mean, I haven't I haven't followed Rashawn Slater's career so far, but yeah. I, I mean, imagine upgrading the left guard from Connor Williams to Rashawn Slater. I mean, yeah. really? Yeah. Um, I mean, I I get it. You can only you can only supplement one one position. Um, yeah. With 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 a with a first round pick, but yeah. 
It's been yeah. too long. It, it, it's been it has been too long, and they've they've yeah. they've tried they've tried to bring in second, le, second and later. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I, I know I keep saying the same thing, but if you if you if you're an offensive lineman and you fall down the draft, there's something mm. wrong with your technique or your height, yeah. weight, speed, um, your injury history. Yeah, that you've got to go and get linemen in the first round. Mm. Um, I mean the, like, the other guy, the other guy we targeted, um, Quinn Miners, the centre. Mm. I don't know if he's has he had a big impact for. I don't think he has. He hasn't. I, I'm. I was on record as saying he is a guy who will be serviceable and that will be it. I know Paul was massively on the Quinn Miners train, but I just didn't buy the hype and I still don't buy the hype. Now, maybe he can prove me wrong, but let's not forget, as you said, he was a third round pick. He went was he was he went at either ninety nine or hundred. You know, so he's not really that upper echelon that we, we spoke about. No. But what one thing I want to touch on, and this is this has been a bugbear of mine for the last four years, is we've brought in a swing tackle every year. Cam Irving, Cam Fleming, <laughs> Time Seeky, <laughs> and they've all ended up injured. <laughs> Continually bloody injured. <laughs> like I'd say, like, like if anyone saw our group chat, I think you guys must all be sick of me at this stage saying who I want in the first round of the draft this year. Like, I, I, I'm on record, what, it's the 30th of November, and as of right now, I want the pick to be Tyler Linderbaum, sender out of Iowa. You know, if it's not him, get me a damn offensive tackle, because we need to fix this. As you kind of said, Graham, about Zeke's body is breaking down. His body is breaking down because he's having to pick up blitzes from defensive ends, defensive tackles, and linebackers. That is not what your $90 million running back is there for. He is there to win you games, not protect your quarterback. It's, you know, the, the, the decision-making has been up and down for the last couple of years and they've not reinforced and it's time. Our last first round pick was Zach Martin and it was in 2014. We need to focus on the O-line from here. I mean, it, like the Micah Parsons pick was a tremendous pick and I applaud them for it. The CD Lamb pick was a tremendous pick and again I applaud them for it. Mm -hmm. But I always use I always use the analogy there's no point in putting a Lamborghini in the driveway yeah. if the foundations of your house are falling down. Yeah. And the, the Cowboys offense is built on the offensive line. And we have we've plastered over cracks. We have not taken yeah. replacements. We've seen guys deteriorate or leave down to injury. And we've 
we've tried to supplement it. We have not replaced it. Hoping yeah. that, basically hoping that these guys get over whatever it was that made them fall to day two. And yeah. to my knowledge, none of them have done it. McGovern, Williams, uh, Biarish is playing because there's nobody else. Yeah. McGovern is Easy playing to. because there's, no, there's nobody else. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, how long did we hear that McGovern was taking snaps at centre? Yeah. Ever play so centre? Williams. Did yeah. he, did no, he did. He played, as, he played did as he? the centre in college, yeah, for Penn State. But no, I mean, for I the Cowboys? Want, no, not for the Cowboys. No, no. So but the, the, I just want, uh, want to bring up this point here from DJ Dog. Usually it takes an offensive lineman this one off season to get strong enough to be consistent in the NFL. Yes, it, it, it absolutely does. But if you look over the past 10 years, the standout offensive linemen have all been taken in the first round. They were all identified coming out of college. So if you look at Zach Martin, Quinton Nelson, um, Tyron Smith, um, who else am I thinking of? Penny Sewell. These guys were all identified coming out of college. Tristan Wirfs last season. And these guys are in the discussion for the best players at their position. You know, you can't fix this line with taking shots. And Joe, so Joe's supporting that point in terms of we need to look for a replacement for Tyron in the draft or free agency. Yeah, but the Graham, problem, you're on record for two years with this. Yeah, the problem with free agency is that good offensive tackles do not hit free agency. Nope. Um, they hit free agency because they're declining players. Um, if if you're starting an off, if you're starting a, a football team from fresh. Your first pick is a quarterback or mm. a left tackle. Yeah. Um, and there aren't 32 left tackles to go around. Thankfully, when he's on the field, we've got one of the best. And mm. I still believe, I, I criticised him a little bit for for that strange decision, shall we say, but he is still one of the best when he's on the field. Yeah, um, yeah if you're picking up a, a, a left tackle in free agency the team he was on have basically said you are not worth 15 16 17 million dollars mm-hmm. um the draft is where you get your your tackles and yeah. everybody knows it and that's why they fl- the the best ones fly off the board in the top yeah. 15 because there aren't enough to go around they're like quarterbacks yeah. if you've got a good one you're on to a winner but if you're constantly trying to find one yeah. your quarterback isn't going to get three seconds to throw the ball yeah like again DJ Dog is making the point we're fortunate our scouts have found first round picks who could step in and play as rookie offensive linemen I would counter that and it slightly and say let's not forget Tyron Smith was the 11th pick in his draft class Zach Martin was the 16th pick in his class and I think, yes, I think we did get fortunate with that with um, Travis Frederick, who was 31st pick in his draft class. So, again, I, they were high picks. So. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say fortunate. 
with mm-hmm. with Frederick. They mm-hmm. they went after Frederick. They stuck to their guns, and they yeah. got a hell of a lot of criticism on NFL Network. But they took their yeah. shot. They yeah. they said Travis Frederick is a first round pick, and mm-hmm. he was effectively a, a top. I mean, talent wise, he's a top five pick. We yeah. Um, I mean, think of the criticism they got on draft night. But what a career he had. Um, yeah. I mean, I agree. I agree with DJ Dog there because they hit on pretty much every mm-hmm. first round pick, um, barring Taco Charlton. It was the the Charlton pick was almost like, right, who are we going to go with here? <laughs> I, I remember it well. It was basically like I think their options has gone off the board. They probably didn't get a good offer. And they thought we need to do something here, and they went defensive yeah. end, and yeah, oh, <laughs> we, we, all, yeah. we all know the rest. But yeah. I think that the the rhetoric is that they hit on first round picks, um, and what an what an injection of youth and mm. talent would do to that yeah. offensive line is would yeah. be tremendous. Um, yeah. Andrew, I just want to just want to come back to this point. Andrew has brought this up a couple of times. Bring him back. Travis Frederick will not be coming back. Travis nice. Frederick is back, living in Wisconsin. I believe he's dropped between fifty and seventy-five pounds of weight at this stage. He's a mm-hmm. slim, slim man. He has Guillain-Barre's syndrome, and that is quite debilitating. Unfortunately, we will not see. Travis Frederick back on the field and we just wish him a healthy life because he's got to deal with being embarrassed for the rest of his life. Now, DJ Dog does make a good point here in terms of the Giants have picked a couple of left left tackles um, in, in Flowers and Andrew Thomas. I wouldn't use the Giants as any kind of an example of an organisation to to draft like they've drafted saquon barkley at number two they drafted danny dimes they've drafted as you say trey flowers they've drafted andrew thomas they've drafted evan ingram they drafted carries tony none of these guys are standout players on their first round picks you know so yeah i mean i get where you're coming from but it's not it's not comparing apples to apples It's uh, with with the two tackles. Mm. They, to be fair, they were projected as first round picks. Mm. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't mean you need to take them. Yeah. Um. I mean, we could do a whole show on first round busts. Yeah. Um. There will be a lot of. uh, Giants and uh, <laughs> Pennsylvania busts <laughs> in that realm. Like it's 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 the one thing I would I would give Washington a lot of credit for. They nearly always seem to hit on I mean, their first round pick, but they always seem to go defensive lucky. Straight straight off the bat, um, Jared Goff and Carson Wentz are now playing for different teams. Yeah, you know the first the first and second uh, off the board. Um, I mean, I get, I get that 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 it's not, it's not a stick on, that taking yeah. a taking a first round pick is going to play out, but 
you can only you can only take what you see you can only do your homework um and luckily we have guys that can do their homework very very well yeah um yeah. and are paid accordingly <laughs> yeah um, and i think it, like to be fair to dj dog he is making the point there that it's never a sure thing and that is that is yep. the thing that we yep. always say is it is it is a lottery and you have to do your evaluations as you said there was three guys there was andrew thomas tristan Worfs, um, and i cannot remember the other two guys now at the minute but you're right there was the, there was the four of them together in the 2020 draft and i think most people had andrew thomas as the lowest ranked of the four and the giants seemed to take him with the four, took him with the fourth pick and um you know it, everyone was kind of like oh, because most people yeah. expected him to pick tristan worse i mean that I, I do I, I do agree that it's not it's not a stick on but at least put your put your capital where it's least risk you know like if if you have a if, if you if your scouts tell tell you that it's a first this guy's a first round pick his measurables are first round his tape is first round he he plays offensive tackle that's a much better option to go for than a guy with two red flags on his sheet. You know, like if if all the signs are good, take the player. But picking in the second, third, and fourth round, you're gonna have red a red flag from day one. At least yeah. your at least your red flag isn't staring you in the face if you take a first round offensive tackle. You, you know the, the the tape, the homework, the the measurables. They all, if they're all green, take them in the first round. Um, I just think they have to, they have to roll. The, they have to spend capital. They have to roll the dice on an offensive lineman because certainly my understanding of it is that if you take a if you take a offensive lineman day two day three, there's an issue. Yeah. Graham, I'm surprised that you, Digidog, has come back to us and said the big tackle from Louisville, Mackay Becton. How did we forget Mackay Becton? Don't don't bring him up, Brian. You you know <laughs> you know as well as I do. I wanted Mackay Becton. Yeah, I wanted him, and yeah, he went, he went to New York, and mm. uh, it's He's a shame. A it's a shame because there's yeah. only there's only so much you can do. Um, <laughs> You know, there's every chance that <laughs> they'll be taking first overall again. So yeah. So we're an hour, nearly an hour and ten minutes in. I didn't think I thought we were going to have the show done before ten o'clock, but we'll flip it over. Do we have to? <laughs> um, I think. Look. We've, we've flogged Anthony Brown to death at this stage. We're not going to go back over the, that ground. But, I mean, the defence in the last couple of weeks just seems to have regressed a little bit. You touched on it earlier. The safety play hasn't been good. The turnovers haven't been there that we were getting earlier in the season. Um, you know, I mean, 
the, the linebacker play hasn't been good. I mean, is there is there anything there? Or what's, just, what's happening? It's it's almost as if the the form is wearing off in alignment mm. with some injuries. Yeah. Um I mean to lose to lose Gregory at some point, to lose Tank, um all of a sudden you go thin at cornerback, you've got suspension issues at, at defensive line. Um I mean the, the only player I would say that's been flawless in the past fortnight is Michael Parsons. And yeah. um Newsflash, he's the rookie. So, yeah. I mean, like, the, the rookies have no off-season. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it worries me a little bit that the guy who's had no off-season is the one that's producing in November. Mm. Um, yeah, but, yeah, the, 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 the turnovers have, have dried up a little bit. Um, you know, it's it's almost as if they're they're leaning on Parsons, they're leaning on Diggs, Diggs yeah. to 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 make something happen. Um, yeah. I mean, to hold the Chiefs to nineteen points, yeah. I mean, any team should be happy with that. Three scores, three touchdowns wins you that game. That's mm. that's totally acceptable. This is when yeah. this is when I go back to one side of the ball plays well, the other one falls over. So yeah. Cowboys going to score nine points in that game. Game later, we're putting thirty three or lighting up the scoreboard, scoring thirty three points, and our defense doesn't hold up. Um, complimentary football yeah. gets you far in the postseason, and that's that's what we're missing at the moment. It's contra- con- uh, complimentary football. Um again have asking Dak to do too much. Um I mean yeah. DJ Dog brings up the point there. He did he did cause that, yeah, but yeah. he's the rookie. Um yeah. Anthony Brown is the seasoned professional yeah. and you can forgive Parsons. Like like he's he's also saying uh, Parsons has been good and he has been clutch. Um, at the start, of this, before the start of the season, I predicted that Parsons would be our sack leader for the season, and he's well down the road to fulfilling that. Um, like I criticised not taking an offensive tackle, but more than happy with the with the Parsons pick the way the way it's turned out. Um, it, it's just it's it's not synced up at the moment, and that's that's where our problems are coming from. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at the looking at the box score. I mean, mm-hmm. we got we got two sacks. I'm sorry, three sacks. Three sacks, yeah. Um, two passes defended. Seven QB pressures, and Parsons had five of those. But again, he's the rookie. Yeah, you know, he, like I, I get, I get, he's a talented player, but you've got to help him out. <laughs> Yeah. Um, like, I mean, the guy is breaking records every single week. 
I mean, his his tackle for loss numbers are the highest ever by a defensive rookie. He's had the most sacks by a Cowboys rookie since DeMarcus Ware, and he's now surpassed DeMarcus Ware. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, I've, I've, I saw it over the weekend, and it's not rhetoric. This guy should be in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, like definitely. He, mm-hmm. He's he's been playing a hybrid defensive end linebacker role, and has excelled at both. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, but the the cast is not there around him. I think he's like I think he's stick on for defensive rookie. Um, yeah, he he's in the conversation for yeah. um, he's in the conversation for overall. Yeah. Um, DJ Dog again, just agreeing with him. Thanks for the comments. Um, a vet like Anthony Brown, yeah. I mean, you would think after after his second foul, I'm going to yeah. ease up, but it just kept happening and happening and happening and mo- momentum killer. Um, yeah. You know, he's he's the big earner. I think I think I just want to bring that up again. He's the highest paid cornerback. He, when you talk about, he should he effectively should be the leader in that defensive backs room because everybody else is either a rookie um, or on a one year deal. They've been brought in because somebody else said they're not good enough, and they've, they've done they've done well. They've they've come in and produced, but. Anthony Brown has been there so long. He's the highest earner. He's a starter. It's not a good example. It's really not. And I hope that's being drummed into him. I hope that's being yeah. drummed in. Um, yeah. Because you cannot do that and expect to, to, go, in, to, to go into the postseason. Um, yeah. Like, what, what, what upsets me more than anything is... McCarthy seems to have no problem disciplining Lyle Collins for being out injured all of last season and being suspended for five games this year. And Lyle, yes, he's in the second contract, but there doesn't seem to be that same strictness on the defensive side of the ball. You know, I mean, if someone costs you four four defensive pass interference penalties all on third down and resulting in a first down and gives up nearly 100 yards in penalties like they should be cut before they're off the field and he's still there it's almost as if brown knows how important Mm -hmm. he is yeah um to replace anthony brown you're pulling somebody off a practice squad because the trade deadline has passed so it's almost as if I, mean, I don't want to do him a disservice, but it's it's almost lazy play. It's almost as if I'm a starter for the Cowboys on on defense. Who's who's going to replace me? Yeah. Um, Joe, I, I I totally agree. I think certainly certainly in terms of his, his just for the audio again, Joe, uh, Anthony Brown will be playing for his job on Thursday. Um, 
I certainly hope that's the case. But the problem is, who do you replace him with? Um, Nishon Wright is in COVID protocol. Um, Kelvin Joseph has... I mean, if anybody can shed any light, let us know. But as far as I know, it's it's not... It's not an injury. It's not a personal. It's not. It's not a personal thing. I. I really don't know what it. What it is. Um. I, I mean, I, I. I totally agree that it should be Joseph, but <laughs> is he going to be in the building? Is yeah. he? You know, is he going to be available? Um. Yeah. Do you move? Do you move a safety down into into a corner position? Um, yeah. I mean, certainly the, there's there's depth at safety. Um, like they've played a lot of three three safety sets this year. Surely they can they can't do worse than put Jordan Lewis on the outside. But then Jordan Lewis doesn't have the speed, and I think this is this is kind of where the problem stems from, and it might have gotten into Anthony Brown's head is that according to PFF, Anthony Brown is our highest ranked corner. And Brian, this I've is told, where I've told PFF you numerous times, ruins I, the game. I've told you numerous times before, do not bring PFF up in my company. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, I, I couldn't trust PFF as far as I could throw it. Yeah. Um, like, I, no. I asked Mike for the PFF grades before, before we came on. Our highest-ranked defensive player, according to PFF, on Thursday, was Tristan Hill. Prosecution rests. I mean, that's that. Just, just, just take that one line. Yeah. Just stop, stop there. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, Tristan yeah. Hill had five, four, four tackles, four one assist. Tackles. Yeah. Um, did they did they consider Michael Parsons with two tackles for loss, a sack, and four tackles? No, no, they did. They, they didn't consider that. No, <laughs> they, they went with Tristan Hill. I mean, if 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 ever if I had any doubts about PFF, that's just hammered yeah. in the final nail in the coffin for me. That's ridiculous. That's yeah. utter stupidity. That. Um, that's true. I mean, just looking at the depth chart. I mean. Um, did they draft? Did they not draft uh, Mukuamu as a corner? Could he be the alternative? They see Mukuamu. They didn't suit up during the week, and they're still not sure if if Mukuamu is a safety or a corner. And like to be going into the season, as we say, what they had eleven draft picks last year. And they spent four on defensive backs. Like you'd, Kelvin Joseph has rarely seen the field this season. Sean Wright hasn't really seen the field. Mukwamu, we've seen nothing of. And uh, there is another one. I know there was another one. Um, but you know, like that—that that doesn't help us when we knew going into the season that we had. Trayvon Diggs, who we didn't know was going to be the breakout star that he was this year. Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis, and CJ Godwin. 
So that, that that only just that just reinforces my point. Mm. You've got Mukoamu who doesn't have pads on. Mm-hmm. You've got Nishon Wright who has COVID. You've got yeah. Kelvin Joseph who isn't available. Let's say that who isn't available. Um, no wonder Anthony Brown feels like king of the castle because yeah. who's going to take his who's going to take his jersey? Who's going to take his his starting position? Um, I mean, unless you, I mean, do you try? You couldn't play. I'm just looking at the, the safety backups. You couldn't play Hooker there. Hooker's no. been Hooker's been hot and cold. Wilson's on IR. Yeah. Um, Maurice Candy's on IR. Yeah. I think I, it's I, all I'm, going, I'm going by the ESPN depth chart. Yeah. DJ Dog brought up brought it up there that Kazee has experience at cornerback, so maybe you could play him, but. Would he be more of a slot corner rather than an outside corner? Because you have to remember that's Anthony Brown's position is as an outside corner rather than a slot mm. or centre field corner. Mm. You know, so you do you, you don't seem to have a like for like replacement who is there on the squad for him. But in saying all this, you know, we're having we're 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 bashing into them and I don't wanna don't wanna step on the toes of Thursday night sh- of Thursday night yeah. show. Um, look who we have coming down the road on on Thursday, um, and Trevor Simeon, um, Taysom Hill, uh, yeah. So they're not. Uh, <laughs> let's be kind. They're not starters. Um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if the corners can bounce back. Um, yeah. A statement game from Anthony Brown would be nice. A little pick yes. six would be even nicer. Um, yes. I mean, he's he's getting all the hot press just now, or the bad press. Um, you can you can only imagine the words Dan Quinn had for him, um, and Quinn will be head coach on Thursday. So, mm-hmm. um, hopefully, Brown's had a good week at, week at practice because, like I said before, he's the highest earner, um, and. When you look to get under the cap, mm-hmm. yeah. Anthony Brown's one of the first players you look at. So, yeah, um, very expendable. Hopefully, hopefully it's a it's a return for Anthony Brown, a statement game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it couldn't get any worse. Put it that way. <laughs> no. Um, before before we do get out of here, um, we can't leave this game without discussing um Greg Zerling. Oh, missed good. extra point. Um special teams missed two point conversion. Um Greg Zerling also had a missed field goal from was it fifty nine yards or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And I saw <laughs> or J had a piece on this that in every other game Zerline has missed a, a kick of importance and that his kicking rate is lower than Brett Maher's. It, I mean, it, it, it's tough. Mm-hmm. It's, it's tough. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's frustrating for fans because 
kickers literally have one job to do. They're Andrew not, said that. <laughs> they don't. They don't tackle. They don't yeah. block. They don't. They don't run downfield, and or they shouldn't be running downfield and kickoffs. Um, they literally have to step onto the field, kick it through the uprights, and be the hero. And the problem, <laughs> the problem that Greg Zollian's having just now is there's a miss in them sooner or later. I mean, I, I, I've been guilty of it in the past where you go, well, if he if he nails that field goal, we win the game. If he nails that extra point, we win the game. And I just I just think sometimes I'm a little too quick to do it. Um, yeah. I mean, it was almost a 60-yard kick. Let's not forget that. And he hit yeah. the upright. Um, yeah. Imagine the deviation, how small the deviation is in the ball at the point of attack mm. for the ball to travel 60 yards. I mean, you're talking maybe half a mil. I mean, if he moves his mil- if he moves his foot half a millimeter to the left, that goes through the uprights. I mean, that's how, that's how tight we're talking about. Um, but again, he's well paid. Yeah. He, he is well paid. And, it is a fact that if I mean, even if you made that extra point, we win the game. You missed an extra point. You missed a you missed the field goal. Mm-hmm. That's the yard is your four points. Yeah. So yeah. that changes the loss into the win. But it, it, I I feel sometimes it's too easy to say that because if he makes that field goal, it changes the Raiders' decision. Yeah, you know they maybe they maybe don't go for the field goal. They go they go for it in fourth down. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, it doesn't really matter that he made the field goal. Um, yeah, but RJ's point is valid yeah. because if if we are if if we're two points behind in the championship game with thirty seconds left to go on the thirty yard line, I don't know about you, Brian, but I'm nervous. Yeah. Um, yeah. because there's and, every chance that he, he misses it. Yeah, and this this is this is what the knock on effect of that first miss point was. We then chased a two point conversion later on in yeah. the game. If you have if you kick the first one, you're not going for a two point conversion. You're kicking yeah. the second one, and yeah. that's two points, and that's your victory. Now, as you say, yeah, it, it affects what the Raiders do and affects how we do things later in the game. And it's it's that thing of momentum in a game is that, you know, the Raiders went straight down, down the field, bomb to Deshaun Jackson. He's in for a touchdown. We get, we, we, we get a possession, go down, get a touchdown, and you're going, great. You miss the extra point, and suddenly it's deflation. And it's... We're chasing the game. <laughs> you, brought, you brought up Brett Maher at the start of the segment. What are the odds that he scores the winner on Thursday night? For the Would Saints? it be poetic justice? I mean, can you not just see it in the stars? Can yeah. you not just see it? The ghost of kickers past. Yeah. Um, I mean, Maher I mean, was another one. Maher was the... I, I, I remember very, very well criticising Maher for being the guy that would nail the 55-yarder and miss the extra point. Yep. Um, 
I mean, I think Jamie made the point on the show a few weeks ago that more and more extra points are being missed. Simply yeah. because they've moved it back. It's now 25 yards away, so... Um, but he, he, you know, Joe, he that's, a, that. that's a great point. It, um, Joe brings up the point that he missed the field goal that could have won the game against the, the, the Buccaneers. Yeah. Super Bowl champions, week one. Yeah. Um, I mean, they only come on the field to do to do one job, but that job is so important. It really is. And that's yeah. why they get paid millions of dollars to do it. Um, and I suppose the bottom line is that Zerloin didn't do it. Yeah. And, like, let's not forget, was it two, three weeks ago? It was the Falcons game, I believe, that we brought in Lareem Hajrulahu. Kicked every extra point, kicked his field goals. Cowboys won, no questions. I mean, that's... And that guy is kicking his heels with Jeff Reinebold. <laughs> I mean, you look at that and you go, what, what more did you want him to do? <laughs> <laughs> did you want him to go in and, and do you want him to go down in third and goal as well and, <laughs> yeah. and be the lead blocker? You know, it's, it's tough. It is tough. Yeah. I mean, you go from you go from the guy that you pull off the street to back back to one of the Greg the Leg, yeah. And Greg the Leg does or couldn't do what the guy off the street did. It's, it's yeah. But Dan Bailey is still a free agent. I I said that last week. I said that last week. Yep, I remember very very clearly. Um. But again, that's that's what that's what makes it so infuriating for fans because they yeah. they come they run onto the field expected to do one job, and before you know it, the the goalpost is vibrating and momentum goes and yeah, yeah. it's uh, it, it's it's quite strange when you consider the amount of guys on the street. I mean, all you have to do is go into the NFL fantasy app and go to kickers and see the guys that are on the street because mm-hmm. you, you'll know most of them yeah. you'll know most of them it's a form position and I don't think Zerloin has lived up to his to his um, compensation in terms of salary and there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of guys around the league who have been with the Cowboys at various stages over the last few years mm-hmm. If Tristan Vizcaino is with um, is with the Chargers. If Brett Maher with the Saints, um, Nick Foles, Kai Forbat, yeah, Nick Foles Nick with Patriots, Kai Forbat, I think is still in the league. You know, so it it, it was a Bones facile pickup, absolutely. But you know, maybe Bones needs to be told you're not the head coach. I mean, I go back to I go back to the point I bring up several times. Why isn't he a Ram? Yeah. I mean, did the Cowboys outbid the Rams for Greg Zerling? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't because we didn't have the money to at the time. The Rams, yeah. the Rams moved on from Greg Zerling. That's the bottom line. Yeah. And, the and that's the bo- that's reason. that's the bottom line with eighty percent of free agents that you yeah. don't you you consider them not worth what they want. That's why they become free agents. You don't let stars walk out the door. You let, you keep stars. Um, 
Yeah, it's, it's I mean, it, especially when you consider that. I mean, consider how many NFL games are decided by one score. You know, across the league, it's so tight from the bottom yeah. to the top. Anybody can beat anybody on their given day. Um, it, it, it highlights how important kicking is. Yeah. And when we've got when we've got a guy kicking seventy five percent of his points, they're gonna yeah. have to look at it sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think it might be too late when it happens, and it will cost us another game or two. It is 25 to 11 here in the UK and Ireland. And as I said to Graham earlier, I, don't, I didn't expect to go this long, but I think bef- before we get out of here, we better pay the bills as always, Graham. So if you want to give the uh, sponsor shout out. Well, we saw that Paul met up with Barry during the week. Um, extremely jealous of my of my Scottish brother. Um, <laughs> yeah, if, if folks, if you're planning to go to a game at at and if you're planning to um, wish the team well before they head off to Wisconsin in January, <laughs> make, sure you, make sure you do it with uh, Cowboys Experience. They, they treat you like absolute royalty and you simply have to enter the discount code UK Cowboys. and Brian knows just as well as everybody else. What do you get, Brian? Chocolate button. You get chocolate pudding. <laughs> <laughs> you get free stuff. There we go. We'll we'll allow Andrew the last words on us. Don't be silly. Yes, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew knows. Stuff. Andrew knows well. He's given us a prediction for 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 Thursday's game. Andrew, I'll take eleven ten. But uh, as 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 we also always say. Make sure and give our fellow uh, Cowboys content creators a follow. Um, as we say, Cowboys experience their own social media channels, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, and then all of the Dallas Cowboys media. So you have the break, talking Cowboys, hanging with the boys. And then, of course, the guys like Top, Jeff Reinebold, Marcus and Brandon, Law Nation, Big Game James. Katie's fun tweets. Give all those guys a follow. The content they put out is second to none. And, you know, they're great supporters of ours and make themselves available to us at all times. So give them a follow. Um, are you on the pregame show on Thursday night, Graham, or will you be taking a break? Well, We'll see what the injury report looks like on Thursday morning. Um, as, as far as I know, um, <laughs> Lauren, Lauren, is, Lauren is questionable to return. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jamie Smith might be in concussion protocol after tonight. <laughs> you, never, you never know. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, see if, we'll see if I get dragged off the bench on Thursday night. We'll soon find out. And... Uh... Paul Stewart, Paul Stewart might dial in from the Superdome to uh, to to join us. The only problem is we won't be able to hear him because it's so loud in there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, as always, the guys will be along at nine o'clock uh, UK and Ireland time on Thursday evening. Uh, that'll be four o'clock on the East Coast, three o'clock Texas time, and 
one o'clock on the west coast so make sure and tune in and get your saints and cowboys build up to the performance from me it's a good night and thank you all see you next time and go cowboys good night <laughs>